Welcome to rslash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is rslash, I don't work here, lady. Our next Reddit post is from Fire Red. For context, I've been a Lyft driver for four years, but haven't since COVID started. I don't have my amp in the window, but I still have the sticker on the car. I have an online order for pickup at Walmart for supplies for an incoming hurricane. So I'm driving to the parking lot and I'm searching for the pickup parking spots. I drive by the exit door looking for these spots when I see a woman eyeing my car as she walks out of the store. At the same time, a car attempts to pull out and nearly hits me, but doesn't. As I start to move forward to continue my search, the woman stands next to my car, yelling and pointing at my car, then at her, saying, You're looking for me. I vigorously shake my head no, pull away, and continue my search. After I found a cart guy in the parking lot, he told me they were back the way I came. Shoot. So I drive back the way I came, and I can see the same woman standing by the exit, glaring at my car. I avoid eye contact and finally find the pickup parking. I pull up and wait, eating a bit of my dinner while I do so. As I'm eating my mac and cheese, I hear someone angrily yell, Are you not a Lyft driver? From my passenger side, the same woman had walked five rows from the exit to track me down. She begins yelling and gesturing at my sticker and asking, Why aren't you picking me up? I felt at this point that ignoring her would be less than ideal, so I rolled down my passenger window just enough. I looked her in the eye and said calmly, Ma'am, I'm not working right now. She throws her hands in the air, looks around wildly and says, Give me a ride. I told her I'm not her Lyft driver and suggested she contact her driver through the app. She yells, Well effing great, where's my Lyft driver then? I just quickly rolled the window back up as she stormed away. I feel like this shouldn't have to be said, but please double check your app with the Lyft or Uber you're getting into. And don't stalk down strangers in their cars. Our next Reddit post is from Ligamentary. I'm a bit older. I've had grandkids in high school, let's put it that way. So I've been especially cautious about staying home during the COVID-19 pandemic. Part of that has, unfortunately, meant indefinitely cutting out my regular trips to the gym. So I invested in a couple of pieces of equipment for my house. I purchased them from a local fitness retailer who I'd selected in part because of their generous warranty and repairs agreements. But then, one of the machines broke. I called them up, and all of a sudden, they were a lot more difficult to get on the phone than when they were during the sales process. They wouldn't commit to a repair date, technicians never came in, customer service always put me on hold for ridiculous amounts of time, even though it was a small local store. It was just endless. Finally, I decided to go over and sort it out in person. At this point, our state was only just beginning to open up, so things like fitness equipment stores weren't seeing a surge of foot traffic yet. And I was surprised to find about a dozen cars parked in the lot, mostly lifted trucks and jeeps with Punisher stickers and similar embellishments. I figured that made sense for the kind of clientele whose first order of business after a nationwide shutdown would be to get to the gym equipment store. I didn't really think much else of it at the time. I was just coming from a full morning of Zoom meetings, so I was wearing business-appropriate attire. Dress pants, pearls, knit turtleneck, the works. I came in and saw a line of buff, meaty guys lingering around near a counter, looking as though they'd all just come from work, and figured they too were waiting to talk to customer service. They looked surprised to see me, but I figured it was because most old people are staying put right now if they can help it. I gave a polite wave and otherwise kept my distance. After a few moments, I realized the employees were calling the buff, meaty guys by name and taking them to a back office to deal with their concerns, and I figured it was a social distancing measure. 
So I went over to a guy wearing a store uniform calling names and asked, Excuse me, do I have to have a ticket to get my name on a list or something? He seemed surprised too, but again, I chalked it up to age. He said to wait a minute. I asked if I should get started on any paperwork. A lot of the other guys were filling things out, and I figured they were claims related to repairs or other information I need to provide to expedite the process, but he just kept insisting I wait there. Meanwhile, a more senior guy kept surfacing every few minutes calling for people to talk to him in the back, but then the more junior guy pulled him to the side and pointed me out. I waved. The more senior guy came over and asked, Hi ma'am, are, uh, are you sure you're in the right place? And I replied, oh, definitely. I've been planning to come down here all week. And he said, all right then, we can chat right now. You want to come on back? You ready? The beefy guys were exchanging some puzzled looks, but I thought it was because I was jumping the queue. I assumed they were prioritizing me because I was at the highest risk. I said, oh, that's sweet of you, but most of these men were here before me. I'm fine to wait. Why don't you give me any requisite paperwork to take care of in the meantime? But he just shook his head going, Well, before you fill anything out, why don't we talk first? And off we went. I sat down in a small back office across from these two men at a desk. It seemed like quite the to-do over scheduling a simple repair, but I figured this was life in the new normal. So they looked at each other as though neither quite knew what to say, and I'm thinking, is this both their first day on the job? Let's get on with it here. Finally, the more senior one cautiously ventured... So, do you have a lot of experience with the specificities, inner workings, and maintenance of gym equipment? Now I'm thinking they're trying to find a reason to put me at fault and void my warranty or otherwise upsell me. So, I shoot back the curt but truthful answer. I've been working out every day for longer than at least one of you has been alive. I can look at any model on your floor and tell you what they do, why, and which features are necessary versus which features are just extra flash designed to line your pockets. And I definitely know a working machine from a broken one, so I don't even know why this discussion is necessary. Just tell me what information you need, I'll sign what I need to sign, and let's get this taken care of. The more senior guy folded his hands on the desk and went, Alright, listen. I'm sure you're very experienced and do know your way around, but okay, listen. How old are you? I shouted, what? There was no universe in which he needed that information to get a repair tech to my house. I was really and truly lost at that point. Was he coming on to me? Was he insinuating there was no use in fixing my machine because I'd be dead soon enough anyways? What? What could that possibly have to do with anything? You have no right to ask me that. The more junior guy whispers, Hey, yeah, I don't think you're legally allowed to ask that. So that's when it all starts to click for me. The senior guy, who couldn't have been a day over 30, put his hand up in a shut-up gesture to his partner and continues. And I can't tell if he's trying to walk back his earlier statement or double down on it going, It's just that when the clients come in, they're going to have a much easier time trusting someone who looks like them. So it's not even so much about your age than that you're a woman. The junior guy gasps in pain dismay. Bro, no. And turns to me, switching into professional mode from night to day in an instant. What my colleague meant to convey is that we're targeting a certain demographic and... He ran out of buzzwords with that sentence alone. They realized the situation was getting away from them at that point as I sat in silence, staring daggers into them. 
finally fully understanding that I'd walked into a pool of job applicants and been mistaken for when I said, You realize it's illegal to ask an applicant their age or discriminate on the basis of gender? The senior guy definitely thought he had the situation handled as he exclaimed, It's really not about us, ma'am. We're trying to keep you safe, you know. We're not saying that you can't work here, like that you're incapable. Just that you shouldn't, like, we're doing you a favor by not considering you really. There's a lot of heavy lifting that's not safe for older people. Your bone density decreases hand over fist as you age. Haven't you noticed that? And you'd be in the store alone sometimes with other employees. You'd be the only woman here. That would be very uncomfortable. For you, I mean. I wanted to be sure I had my bases covered because I'm lucky to have stable employment. But plenty of my old bitty peers are struggling right now. And it infuriates me to think they're ever dealing with this kind of BS. So I went, well, thanks for your concern. But times are tough, and I'm qualified for this position, so I'd still like to fill out an application. The junior guy looked like he wanted to give me one just to make this end. But the senior guy said firmly, For all the reasons I just outlined, I don't think that's a good idea. I'd heard enough. There is no way this infant sweat stain owned and operated a business, so I asked to speak to the owner. They said the owner wasn't reachable by phone. (laughs) There was a tray of business cards on the desk, so I picked up the one with owner listed on it. While it did only have a phone number for the main business line, it also had an email. So I said, guess I'll just email him then. Now, I need your full names. The junior guy said his name was Ken Lopez. Fine. The senior guy said his name was Brian Smith. I nodded and asked, hey Brian, why does your shirt say Andy on it? Mm Mm-hmm. I found his real card and took it from my records. I didn't want to give the guy any opportunities to hide behind those bogus excuses, so as I turned to leave, I concluded a final time with feeling. Just so we're clear, you're saying you'll not even let me apply for the job because you won't consider me based on my age and gender? He tried to stay silent at first, but eventually cracked under the pressure and babbled, Look, it is what it is, ma'am. While his clueless junior counterpart said, Good luck on the job search, and tried to offer me a coupon for my trouble of having driven all the way there. I had no sympathy for the junior one either though, because he didn't give me an application back at the beginning when I still thought I was in line for customer service. He took one look at me and got his boss instead to weed me out. So I left shortly after that point and exchanged emails with the owner. I explained what had happened, not only that their people utilized discriminatory hiring practices, but that I'd arrived as a customer and no one greeted me or asked how they could help. To such a degree of negligence that this situation was allowed to occur without either ever realizing I was a customer. I still didn't get a job application, but that's quite alright. My current employer probably wouldn't be too thrilled to hear that I was shopping for other offers. What I did get was swift, hassle-free repair of my machine and a direct number to contact for the future. The owner also later called to personally apologize and inform me that the senior guy had been let go and the younger one disciplined. The kicker, the business owner was a woman. OP, that employer is lucky that you went to her instead of a lawyer because that would have been an easy, breezy discrimination lawsuit. Our next Reddit post is from Los Laslin. So I've had a friend since college who's a great guy. I love him to pieces, but I've occasionally considered ending the friendship because his wife is so jarringly dumb. For the life of me, I don't know what he gets from her. 
Okay, I do. She's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in real life. But even still, I don't know how he does it. She's sweet, she means well, but there are sandwiches more intellectually stimulating. A while back, my friend Camden was visiting, and she was dropping her kids by to hang out with mine. I invited her to stay for a bite to eat because, yes, she's exquisitely dumb, but she's perfectly friendly. Camden's been trying to get into acting, and he recently had a big part on a TV medical drama. So I brought it up, saying Camden just recently had a small role as a doctor on this show. She went, Ah, that's so exciting. Congratulations. That must not be easy to get a job there. So what kind of doctor are you? And he explained, Oh, it was a very minor role. I didn't get a specialty or anything. I didn't even get a name. And she laughed and went, Well, we all feel that way when we first start, regardless of what the job is. Just keep working hard and you'll get all that stuff over time. But don't sell yourself short. It's not easy to be a doctor. And he took the compliment and went into how he went about playing the role, the body language he tried to adapt for the intensive care unit, that sort of stuff. Then she cut him off and went, Actually, you know what? If you wouldn't mind, my son has had this oblong cyst developing on the small of his back for a couple of weeks now. I'd really appreciate if you could take a look. So we both laughed thinking she was joking, and I was impressed by her uncharacteristically high-level joke. But then she actually started to call her son over. It's just like her to start a funny joke and then take it way too far. Camden, confused and weirded out by the whole thing, started saying, Oh, no, uh, they didn't teach us any medical stuff for the part. I can't, like, help you with this. I jumped in and changed the subject, but she left shortly after. I had long since given up on trying to explain to her why some jokes are funny and others aren't. So I thought I'd let it be, even though she seemed kind of miffed when she left. Later, she came by to pick her kids up, and by then Camden had gone home. As she was leaving, she remarked, You know, it was very rude of your friend not to at least look at my son's cyst. It would have taken him, like, ten seconds. I hate how doctors think they're above helping anyone else unless they're getting a check. Didn't they take an oath to always help anyone who needs medical advice or something? So, as I processed the pure bitterness in her voice, I realized she genuinely and truly thought Camden was a medical doctor. So, convinced that I must be misunderstanding her, I further reiterated, No, no, he's an actor. He played a doctor. On that show, you've seen the show. It's not a small show. It's like Grey's Anatomy or House. Everyone knows of it. And even angrier now, she says, Of course I have. I know all about it. It's one of the best hospitals in the country. Why do you think they put it on TV? Being in the spotlight like that, you'd think he'd try to be a little more professional with people. That's all I'm saying. The surreal mix of entitlement and delusion in her statement left me dumbstruck, and I decided that I must be misinterpreting this somehow, because there is no way that any grown adult who votes, drives, works, and has kids of her own is that stupid. Not even her. So I just let her leave rather than risk offending her or embarrassing myself. As soon as she was gone, I called my friend, her husband, to try to catch him before she got home. I relayed the whole series of events to him and his response, Oh, that. Yeah, it's a problem. But it's not entirely her fault. Oftentimes, those shows use stories ripped from the headlines of the actual news, you know? So you can see why she gets mixed up sometimes. 
She bumped into Camden at my anniversary party not too long later and asked him, with genuine concern, if a character on the show who had been in an accident, again, on the show, was recovering well. He tried telling her in plainer terms, I don't work there. I'm not a doctor. I just played one that one time. And she said that she was sorry to hear that he'd been let go, and where was he working now? So, if you wonder how our country ended up where we are, know that she has a bachelor's degree from an accredited college, and holds a job with several subordinates and partial responsibility over our city's water supply. So, advocate for education reform whenever you can, and enjoy these twilight years of the great American experiment. That was r slash I don't work here lady and if you like this content then check out my Patreon where I publish extra content. Also be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.